This is the Coma Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. September 2nd, Friday. Won't the radiology department miss the ultrasound machine? Nurse Gina asked. Gina and Dr. Tyson had appropriated a piece of equipment for a private viewing in my room. Not if we hurry. Dr. Tyson said. At this point, I can't afford for anyone else to find out about Ms. Kemp's condition. The family is under enough pressure without word leaking to the press. I understand, Gina said. Um, does Dr. Jarvis know about the pregnancy? Yes. He was present when I told the family the day before yesterday. Why? No reason, Gina squeaked. Poor Gina. She was probably feeling so guilty about helping Dr. Jarvis administer the experimental cocktail. Please, turn off that music, Dr. Tyson said irritably. Gina obliged, and the sound from the iPod ended abruptly between movements of Arcangelo Corelli's Concerto Grosso No. 8 in G minor. See how cultured I'm getting? The door opened. Speak of the devil. Dr. Tyson said. What brings you by, Dr. Jarvis? I wanted to talk to you about Mer... about Miss Kemp. You'll have to talk to me while I administer the ultrasound. Okay. Gina, would you give us some privacy? Gina is Ms. Kemp's nurse, Dr. Tyson said. Whatever you have to say, you can say it in front of her. I'd rather not, um... Involve anyone else, he said. Good. He was going to protect Gina. Okay, Dr. Tyson said, her voice suspicious. Gina, you may leave. Gina's footsteps sounded. The door opened and closed. What's this about? Dr. Tyson prompted. I, um, have a confession to make. I'm not a priest, Dr. Jarvis. He must have looked anguished because she added, Okay, spit it out. It's about the experimental cocktail Dr. Oscar is using at Walter Reed. How do you know about that? I found out about it. And? And I contacted Dr. Oscar. Excuse me? It gets worse, he said morosely. I told him I was working with you, and I got the formulary protocol. And? Dr. Tyson's voice was steely. And I administered the drug. You did what? I know it was wrong. It's way past being wrong she said, her voice shaking. What you did is criminal, Dr. Jarvis. I know, he said. I didn't know about the fetus. Yes, there's that too, she snapped. This is why there's a protocol for doing things around here, Jarvis. What the hell were you thinking? I was thinking it wasn't fair that Miss Kemp be denied the drug simply because her insurance refused to pay for it. And now the hospital will have to eat the cost, and you might have done much more damage than good. What can I do to make it right? 
You're assuming it can be made right. As soon as I found out about the baby, I contacted Dr. Oscar and asked if anything in the drug posed a danger to the fetus. And? And he said not that he was aware of. Because the drug probably wasn't tested on anyone who was pregnant, she said grimly. And you know the fetus is most vulnerable in the first trimester. If it's any consolation, I believe the drug is helping. I've kept a chart of my verbal command test with Miss Kemp and the times and dates she responded by moving her right fingers. A rustle of paper sounded. She moved her fingers yesterday morning? Dr. Tyson asked. And this morning, he said. I came in before rounds. Did anyone else witness her movement? No. Well, let's try again now, shall we? She sounded falsely cheerful, as if she fully expected me not to respond. Ms. Kemp, I'm holding your right hand, and I need for you to move your fingers if you can. Can you move your fingers, Marigold? Can you move the fingers on your right hand? I'm trying so hard to make Jarvis look good. Anything? he asked. No, she said as if she hadn't expected anything different. It seems as if she responds better in the morning versus later in the day. And yet you have no witnesses to confirm she responded at all. No. It's clear to me, Dr. Jarvis, that you're projecting what you want to happen onto the patient to justify your unconscionable actions. Can we try one more thing? No. You hold her hand, and let me give the command. What could it hurt? She sighed. You have 30 seconds. From the shuffling of feet, I assumed they had changed places by my bed. Hello, Marigold. It's Dr. Jarvis. I need for you to squeeze my hand, Marigold. Tell your brain to tell your arm, to tell your hand, to move your fingers, Marigold. Try really hard, it's very important. Move your fingers, Marigold. I visualized each step he described, picturing the command forming in my brain, then traveling down my arm to my hand and instructing my fingers to move. I felt something, Dr. Tyson said, her voice hushed. Tell her again. Good job, Marigold, he said excitedly. Do it one more time. Move your fingers, Marigold. Yes, she said. I definitely felt her fingers move. He whooped. I told you, see, the drug is working. Not so fast, Dr. Tyson said. We have no proof that the drug is working. It could be elevated hormones from the pregnancy causing metabolic changes. Don't think for a minute this excuses you breaking almost every medical protocol this hospital has in place. There was another rustle of paper. 
I typed up a memo detailing what I did to exonerate you and the hospital from liability. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. I'm on the hook for you, Jarvis. We might both lose our license to practice over this. Tell me what to do. You can shut the hell up while I run this ultrasound and pray I find a fetal heartbeat. He shut the hell up, and I held my mental breath. There, she said, relief shading her voice. Is it strong? Yes. And it's where it should be, so not ectopic. So, at least my unconscious reproductive system is working properly. Now what? he asked. You don't get to ask that question, she said, her voice low and lethal. Give me the memo. From the sound of paper tearing, I deduced she had yanked it from his hand. Now go home, Dr. Jarvis, and don't set foot back into this hospital until you hear from me. Is that understood? Yes, Doctor. Dr. Jarvis's footsteps sounded. Then the door opened and closed. Dr. Tyson uttered a long, frustrated noise. For someone so quiet, Marigold Kemp, you are causing quite an uproar. Suddenly, the classical music resumed in bombastic glory. Was Dr. Tyson coming around to Dr. Jarvis's unorthodox treatments? Hi, this is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. If you're enjoying the story, I would be so grateful if you take two minutes to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Good reviews, Feed the magic algorithms that decide what to show listeners who are searching for an entertaining podcast. In short, reviews help more people find Coma Girl. Thank you so much for your support.